Hello, my name is Anna Grzegorczyk and I will be talking about the chapter Becoming from Kevin Kelly's book, The Inevitable. In the chapter Becoming, Kevin Kelly is talking about utopia, dystopia and protopia. Utopia is an imagined place or state of things in which everything is perfect. Dystopia is an imagined place or state in which everything is unpleasant or bad, typically a totalitarian or environmentally degraded one. Kelly explains that we are living in protopia, rather than utopia or dystopia. The protopia is the state of becoming rather than a destination. In protopia, things are better today than they were yesterday. The improvement is little, but gradually everything does upgrade. Usually, the changes are very subtle, easy to miss. The pro in protopia stands for process and progress. The protopia produces both benefits and problems. It is like an endless circle, because yesterday's technological successes are generating problems today. Today's solutions to yesterday's problems will create new problems for tomorrow, and so on. Kelly also talks about modern technologies that we did not need before, and now most of us cannot live without, like smartphones. He also talks about things that in past seemed to be impossible and did not make sense even to the best in the field back then. As an example, Kelly brings up internet shopping and even internet itself. He says that at first, when internet appeared, it was completely ignored by the world. Because there were no pictures and you had to type the code to use it. As the internet was progressing, it was often dismissed even by well-known newspapers as Time magazine, which in 1994 said that Internet would never go mainstream. Newsweek in 1995, in an article by astrophysicist and network expert Cliff Stahl, argued that online shopping and online communities were unrealistic fantasies that betrayed common sense. Stahl also said that no online database will replace your newspaper, even people who were working on web and believed in its success did not imagine how fast and how far it will get. Kevin Kelly says that from the example of the Internet we can learn about future. He talks about the history of Internet, how it was progressing and evolving through the years, how people did not believe in it and how successful it became. He also says that we are constant newbies, and I must agree with him on that. Let's take as example data storage before we had VHS cassettes, which we were using for movies, and cassette tapes that we were using for audio. Next, there came floppy disks, which were displaced by CDs. Back then, it was great innovation. We could save content on CDs such as photos, films, and music. Not long after CDs, there came USB sticks and external hard drives that did not require any knowledge open PC and plug it in there as a second hard drive. We can just use USB port and have our hard drive ready for use. The memory of them as well as our computers are getting bigger and bigger. Now we can have few terabytes of memory on one computer and additional from external hard drive and USB keys. Therefore, moving our data from place to place, no matter how large the files and working on more than one computer, is extremely easy today. Kevin Kelly also mentioned smartphones. He was talking about how suddenly everyone started to desire smartphones. 
and had to have them. Moreover, how if the network is breaking, people are complaining. Some are almost panicking. And this is only on our phone, not to mention home Wi-Fi. However, I would go even farther away. When I was a kid, we had a regular nowadays called old school phone with a cable. And people were communicating using the landline on a regular basis. The alternative was phone boxes when we needed to make a call when not at home. I remember that everyone has had this card for phone box in his or her wallet, just in case. Next, there came these huge mobile phones with antenna, and more and more people had them, but we were still confused with mobile phones. Since mobile phones appeared at first, they are upgrading all the time. At first, it happened a little bit slower. But when it finally hit, it was amazing. Manufacturers and creators were racing with new upgrades of systems and sizes. Back then, we wanted all phones to be smaller and smaller. Next, they were upgrading screens and number of pixels. After that, they came, there came time for cameras on our phones, and cameras were getting better and better, followed by the appearance of smartphones, which have more and more applications, and surprisingly, they are getting bigger now. There are so many options these days, and they are updated and upgraded so quickly that we are not able to completely get to know all the functions of phones, software, and apps. By looking at today's world, I agree entirely with Kevin Kelly that we are and always will remain perpetual newbies. Before we imagined how world could look like in future, and nowadays the future is already here. By trying to follow our options, then we do not really imagine how the future will look like. Sure, people are still speculating about flying cars that we could see in Jetsons or in Back to the Future, but now we are progressing on smart transportation. There's even robot who can act like a human and recognize emotions. Today's technology is taking us already so far that we have troubles to imagine how much more innovative the future world could be. These days, people usually are thinking about upcoming disaster, the dystopia, when speculating about future. And not about futuristic technology anymore. The futuristic technology is already here. For example, VR, 3D, and even computer talking to us and navigating us thanks to the GPS. Thank you.